0: Welcome to the Leading in Love podcast. If you are a leader in any capacity who is married or considering marriage, you're tuned into the right place. We help leaders take care of their marriages. Remember, you are a successful leader and your marriage and family can be
1: successful too. You don't have to sacrifice leadership for love, and you don't have to sacrifice love for leadership. And now, here are your hosts, Gary and Julie hola hey, hey hey
0: hey how's everybody doing
1: i'm doing all right how you doing i'm doing excellent you wait we just we just address that of course yeah i'm yeah. okay. getting,
0: there. getting all right. there all
1: right leading
0: in love gary and julie yes back at it again yes sir so we're on our final leg of this series okay non-stop Talked about some really cool stuff, and we're gonna be talking about reinventing your marriage.
1: Ooh, reinvent.
0: Yes. So. Flip. The thing is, the key renovate. to <laughs> flip. Flip. Fli- renovate. Flip. No, no, not. Flip. You're not flipping. Uh, maybe.
1: Flip. Shake but with it the up. same person, though. Yes, of course. Yeah, hey! Yeah,
0: with the same person. That's what we're about. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So the key to reinventing your marriage has to do with the practical things. So we're kind of backtracking the stuff we talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, communicating early and often, role responsibility, getting what you want, knowing how to ask for what you want more precisely. Right. And then having the right perspective on entitlement.
1: hmm
0: Knowing what you're entitled to and then looking at it from more of a, okay, I'm entitled to this, but it's also a privilege. Right. Right. So the idea is that as you grow in these aspects, you're you're essentially reinventing your marriage. But this topic is more of a deliberate approach mm-hmm. to reinventing your marriage. And when you do that, you're looking at two to five relationships mm-hmm. with the same person. That's okay? hot. Yeah. So it's like starting a brand new relationship without having to deal with some type of tragedy or divorce. Right. Mm -hmm. But we've talked about in the past that every relationship needs some kind of defining moment.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Ideally, this is when it's not some type of tragic experience. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, it can be.
1: Yeah, sometimes it happens.
0: Right. So basically, say, you know, I come home and I say, honey, I think we should reinvent our marriage. You don't need to start trouble (laughs) or get to the point of divorce for you to reinvent your marriage.
1: Yeah, because I look at you side-eyed like,
0: what are you talking about? Yeah. So now you're going to start beefing each other. You're having a great (laughs) week. And just because you think it's time to reinvent the marriage, now it's a big, giant fight that involves a whole bunch of people. (laughs) And now this reinvention turns into maybe not the way you planned it. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah.
0: So the idea is that you should be able to anticipate when you're on the cusp of something brand new. Uh Uh-huh. Or, or some, kind of t- some type of critical change in your marriage. And then you jump into that phase together. Yeah. As you grow in your marriage, you're supposed to become more mature. So some of these phases might require a new level of maturity and perspective. You know, you might have been in a phase where you were working hard to survive. Or in yeah. the first stage of marriage where you're just learning each other. Mm-hmm. Or you might be in the sta- stage of marriage where you're in the thick of parenting. Mm-hmm. Or you might be in the phase where you're chasing each other's dreams. Yeah. If you can treat these as different relationships, then you can anticipate getting to know each other through those years. You can anticipate the parenting years with or without children. Yeah. You can choose to chase your dream years. Yeah. Because now you're more proactive. You're more in control.
1: Right, Right. Right.
0: And yes, sometimes they do overlap, but even despite the overlap, if you put in your mind that you're starting a brand new relationship, so we're going to date. Yes. We're going to fall in love.
1: Yes. We're going
0: to get married. Yes. Then you create a nonstop marriage. And that's why I've been giving you all that. them sweet talk.
1: Oh, just whispering sweet nothing yeah, you know? in, in my ear.
0: You know, I, I think about when we used to date and how carefree we
1: were. No. You remember know that? Okay no kids McDonald's
0: it's... whenever we wanted
1: oh god now we're busy eating
0: we gotta eat veggies
1: brown rice and brown rice coconut milk and...
0: listen, <laughs> listen man I saw this kid running the other day and his legs were kicking his butt I was running and I was dragging my feet and I was so jealous I'm like look how far we come 20 no, years later man. and I can't even run and kick my butt Goodness.
1: Or run up the stairs. Yeah. Without feeling like, oh man, my knees are going to break.
0: But then I see these people at work, you know, who walk up the stairs. Like, oh yeah, I'm in shape.
1: <laughs> like, Stop They're pretending. Bra- yeah, but I mean, if that was 20 years ago, they wouldn't be bragging about I walk up the stairs. Yeah, it's, right? like, it's like,
0: dang, I got to take the stairs? <laughs> now you're like, Oh, yeah, I take the stir every morning. Great.
1: <laughs> All right, then. So, how do you reinvent your marriage, then, Gary?
0: Well, typically people want to reinvent themselves after some type of failure or tragedy or some type of negative outcome, right?
1: They want to start over, kind of. Thing.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. But other times, it's when the environment won't change that's when they say, okay, maybe I should change myself. Mm. Right? Start from
1: inside. Exactly. That's wise,
0: yes. Right. And some people just, they don't like, they don't do well with monotony or routine. Yeah. They need to be challenged. They need new exposure. Because if they get too comfortable, they become restless. Yeah. And maybe even impulsive. You know, like our kids, when they say, we're bored. Yeah. And we're like, okay, so what does that mean? Doesn't mean you have to go do something dumb.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because you're bored. Yeah.
0: Get up and try something that's not dumb. Yeah. Something that's not risky,
1: something that's not, yeah, and something that's
0: not going to make me have to talk to you, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you know,
1: don't feel like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So,
0: and then you know, especially in in, teenagers, they like to take risks, yeah, and they get a thrill from risks, like even lying becomes thrilling. Can I get away with this lie, yeah, yeah, you know, and but more reason to reinvent your marriage two to six times when you feel like to prevent routine or to minimize routine mm-hmm. eliminate monotony mm-hmm. you know maybe create a challenge for your for your marriage mm-hmm. and we got a couple ways that you can reinvent your marriage to ensure a non-stop marriage yeah here's one of my one of the good ones maybe my favorite one
1: oh your favorite
0: getting back to dating each other yes okay
1: that's my favorite too Here's the thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Why let 15 year olds have all the fun?
1: Yo. Actually they shouldn't even be having all the fun. Well, them. I mean,
0: they don't know what they're doing.
1: They have no clue.
0: Right? They don't know what they're doing.
1: And they broke.
0: You see right? <laughs> Why let them have all the fun? Each time you reach a new phase or you're on the cusp of a new phase, you should start dating each other again.
1: Yeah.
0: If you never if like if you never dated before or your marriage was arranged or your marriage just kinda happened, yeah. then learn how to date. Mm-hmm. When you date each other, you create excitement. Mm-hmm. You have each other's attention.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: You, uh, Your world revolves around each other. You yeah. feel accepted. Right. You might be a little apprehensive. Yes, it happens. But you take the risk anyway. You think about possibilities. You notice everything. Yeah. You're in the moment. You yeah. create memories. You have stories to tell. You're actually more forgiving.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: How many couples are at a point where they just can't forgive each other? Yeah. Because, you know, I've, yeah, because so much hurt, so many things that right, happened in the past.
1: Right, holding on to a lot of things. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: But when you're dating, like, you forgive. Oh, you made a mistake. I just want to see you. I just want to hold course. you. Right?
1: Of course. You
0: know, you're making memories. You, you take risks. Yeah. You let your inhibitions run free.
1: Yeah.
0: You want adventure. You find adventure. You find pleasure in the simplest things. Yeah. This is what 15-year-olds are doing, 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds. Yeah. But of course, you know, two years down the road, you you kind of know each other's habits and perspectives and you kind of know the people around them, friends, family, and now you have problems. And then when you get to this, now it's time to reinvent. Yeah. So it's almost like anticipate the course of your marriage, wait to reach that kind of like downhill moment or maybe an uphill moment mm-hmm. where things just kind of start to normalize mm-hmm. and they say, you know what, let's get back to... It gets to get back to dating. You're kind of pausing, yeah, and you're taking a long, deep breath, and then you start over.
1: And and when we say dating, we're we're referring to, you know, the mindset. Yes. Of when you're dating, right? Because we're gonna tell you that. I mean, even though it might be very difficult when you're running, maybe two different careers, mm-hmm. of course, and. You have children in there. You have extended family members. You're trying to run a social life. With all that, it can be difficult to have a weekly date night. That is recommended. Right. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Exactly. But that
1: mindset yes. of dating, yeah. where you're saying, "Let's take this risk together. Mm-hmm. Let's challenge. What do you want to do today? With this. What do you want to do today?
0: You know, like stuff like. Uh... I'm gonna not go to work.
1: <laughs> yeah, but if you're running a business, if you're an entrepreneur, no,
0: let's let's shut the business down no. and just hang out. <laughs> That's <a> the <little> point. <laughs> That's the point, though. But even just having <laughs> that mindset,
1: having the mindset, it may yes. not necessarily happen, but it might not be a good <laughs> idea.
0: Yeah, you're right. It might not be a good idea. You know? It
1: may not be a good, but having that mindset of I want to take. The day off today to be with this dude. But
0: then here's the thing. I think you might go to work and work a little bit harder and quicker and get out of there. And get out of there. As your, as you, you want to you see your, 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 your friend, your, your girl, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I got to see my
0: girl tonight. Yeah. You know, or like somebody wants to hang out. No, I got to see my girl tonight.
1: Right. You because, know? you know, she might put it down.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might. Might get, and, might get a chokes. You might get and, a kiss. And,
1: you gotta you gotta play hard to get like you did, you know, when you first started dating, right? You oh gotta pretend God. like, oh no, don't
0: touch me. Right. She let me <laughs> hold her hand.
1: <laughs> it's hilarious. That's funny, but it's true. <laughs> no, seriously. It's true, yeah, it's yeah. true, boo boo.
0: So sometimes when you should specifically return to a dating mode. Okay, when you're in survival mode. So resources are scarce. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like, kind of when when life gets a little bit tough, Mm -hmm. maybe financially, Mm -hmm. emotionally.
1: That happens. Yeah,
0: you know, when you you feel like you're trying to survive. Yeah. That's a good time to kind of take a break. And you're not really taking a break from, uh, because, you know, you still got to deal with the circumstances. You're an adult. Yeah. But you have your best friend with you.
1: Yeah.
0: So having, like you said, having that mindset kind of takes you out of that, that, takes you away from the pressure. Yeah. Away from the pain a little bit.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, so absolutely it's a mindset. When you become parents.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: Like, support from the outside might be scarce. It's just you, your spouse, and the newborn. hmm It's easy to become frustrated when you're a parent. hmm I was reading this book. I am reading this book called The Rules of Parenting. hmm And there's an anecdote that said, What the parent would do, she'd literally put the child on the floor in a safe space and back away. Yeah. Just keep backing away as the child is screaming. Keep backing away, backing away until she can no longer hear the child. Yeah. But she knows that the child is safe. Yeah. And when she gets a few minutes or so to kind of breathe, Mm
1: -hmm. then
0: she'll go back and, and take the child.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? So same idea. Just kind of back away. Don't abandon your child. (laughs) But just kind of back away from it for a bit. Put your child in a safe space. You know, if you have parents around, hold on to my child. I'm going to hang with my husband. I'm going to hang with my wife. Mm
1: -hmm. All right? Mm -hmm.
0: And then, of course, when you're chasing your dreams, this is when you might turn the energy up a notch. So it becomes easily, it becomes really easy for you to become engulfed in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And you forget about each other. So the trick here is to find ways to incorporate business and pleasure.
1: You know, one of the things that I used to do, I don't know if I told you this, but one of the things that I used to do is when we had an infant, a two-year-old, and a Mm four-year-old. That was actually one of the hardest times. And I remember, just like you said, from that book, I would run to the bathroom Pick up my cell phone and call you. Right. Pretending as if <laughs> I was what nineteen. And you're in your parents' house. And I'm in my parents' house. You're on a landline. Yeah, on a landline. Or, or your dad might pick up. Sneaking to try to yeah, I know. My dad, my, my dad used to pretend that.
0: Julie. <laughs> I need the phone. <laughs>
1: But he would he would pick up and and uh, you know hang the hang out for like yeah, five yeah, yeah. minutes. And you're like, you Wait like a
0: minute. somebody else on the you phone. You're
1: like dad, and you're trying to whisper because you want to secretly say I love you in silence. Oh my god! What
0: are you wearing? <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> Yo, people did that. at... <laughs> Why? Are you, see what I mean? Fifty-year-olds get to have all the fun. What are you wearing? What are you wearing? Can you
1: imagine? Like,
0: if somebody calls my house, if I hear my daughter I'm answering dying. that question, I'd be so angry. Like, who's asking you? What are you what wearing? wearing? <laughs> Clothes. <laughs> like, what answer are you looking for? <laughs>
1: what answer they're looking for. <laughs> what oh, I'm saying? Don't goodness. let
0: 50-year-olds have all the fun. <laughs> they're having all the fun.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So
0: apart from dating, like how else can you reinvent your marriage?
1: Rediscover what you enjoy. Yeah. Right? What you get out of your marriage in the form of personal satisf- satisfaction.
0: You're joking, right? I'm not, you know what? I'm not editing this. There's no way that says satisfaction.
1: I'm
0: not editing this. (laughs) No, no.
1: I don't know why I'm so silly today. Okay. (laughs) What you get out of your marriage is a form of personal. Satisfaction. Yes, not satisfaction. (laughs) (laughs) Stability and enjoyment will be the sum of what you put into your marriage.
0: 100%. So, again, you kind of get out what you put in.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Here's another thing. Plan everything. That means get organized and stay organized. Why should you do that? Because planning builds habits that need... That you need to develop, implement, and maintain.
1: Right.
0: Nothing wrong with having systems in place in your marriage.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: This way you have a reference point. You have less room for other people to interrupt.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If you're going to reinvent your marriage, you do not need interruptions. Yeah. You do not need opinions. Yeah. It's about you and your spouse. If you don't plan, you leave a lot of room for randomness by other people, yes. and you're going to lose. Yeah. Okay.
1: And there's definitely always somebody ready to express their opinion.
0: Yeah. The next one is to limit the number of hats you wear. Yes. We talked about responsibility rules. So you need to know what needs to be done. Mm
1: -hmm. Know what
0: you're good at. If your spouse can't do it and you can't do it, find somebody who will do it. Yeah. And compensate them.
1: Yeah.
0: You don't have to renovate the house all by yourself during spring break
1: Mm -hmm. and then
0: ignore your spouse and children and then call them ungrateful for not jumping up and down because <laughs> he renovated the entire house it's spring break yeah hang with your your spouse and your and your children yeah
1: Take right? the so limit the
0: number of hats you're wearing that's one mm-hmm. way of reinventing your marriage
1: mm-hmm. okay another one manage resources wisely yeah you know become wise with money and your time not just money but your time yes Ensure that the cash keeps flowing and the bills get paid and that there is always time for rest.
0: Absolutely.
1: You must take time off. Agreed. Leaders do not want to do this. They feel like they have to continuously be working because they have so many responsibilities. But make sure you you schedule that time off. Yep. All right? All work and no play makes you burn out. Very fast, and you become
0: grumpy. I'm grumpy and intolerable. Mm -hmm. Irritable. Irritable. Uh, Build a solid team of key partners by scrutinizing the people around you.
1: Yeah, man. Screen
0: them. You know, you not only want people to vouch for you, but people that will respect your boundaries. Mm -hmm. And... They're not going to take it personal when you call them on stepping too close.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, you know, if you're talking to your girlfriend and you say, you know, I got to go, I got to go. Uh, you know, my husband's waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not going to, you know, flip out and say, you you never. They're just going to, okay, yeah. girl. Have fun. Have fun. <laughs> right? I mean, even in the worst circumstance, someone's going to be mad that somebody is showing sympathy to you because yeah. they feel that. I should be having that attention. Yeah. For whatever weird reason. People are so, you know, strange.
1: We're all so strange. Yeah,
0: everybody wants attention, right? But make sure the people around you, you know who they are, you know what they're capable of, you know what they want, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Scrutinize the people around you. That's fine. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. The next one is invest in yourself and each other. Yep. Education is an ongoing process, okay? Attend seminars. Workshops and training courses that will enhance your goals and vision. Don't just waste money and time. Take time to curate these things.
0: Yes, I agree. There's even
1: online courses that you can be able to take. Yeah. You know, that will enhance yourselves and your marriage.
0: Absolutely. Be accessible to your spouse, make it as easy as possible for your spouse to access you. Mm hmm. Whether it's for, for support, for an opinion, resources. Make sure that your spouse knows that they can access your best at all times.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's really important.
1: Mm-hmm. Because
0: sometimes we tend to give our best to other people. Right. You know, for networking purposes, whatever. But then your spouse, who's going to be there every time you get home. Yeah. They're the one that's going to stick up for you. Yeah. They get your leftovers. Yeah, and they're supposed to be happy that you are out networking. Yeah, no. Yeah, I don't agree with that. You're right. Give them your best.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. The next one is design your life for success. Uh huh. Okay. Carefully plan and design your life to ensure maximum personal performance and productivity. Every minute counts. Every moment counts.
0: Right. And then you could get in. Were you going to say
1: something? No. Go ahead.
0: Then you could get involved together. Uh, Go out your way to get involved in the community that best supports your ideas, your values. Right. Right. Do things that appeal to your personal values for whatever reason. You know, people get involved for and support initiatives that match their career, maybe their hobbies. Maybe their values. Yeah. But as you reinvent yourself, like get involved together.
1: Yes.
0: And I think you'll kind of, it'll enhance both your perspective.
1: Of course. And you're
0: you're getting more used to being around each other, doing the things. Because you've already solidified your values. Yeah. At some point, you've solidified your values. Now, everything you do, you're both doing to reinforce those values by getting involved together.
1: Mm -hmm. Right? And, I mean, there might be something that you might be more passionate in than your partner.
0: Yeah.
1: And when you're getting involved together... Your partner's now able to see why you're so passionate mm-hmm. about that particular thing.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, if I might be passionate about single moms mm-hmm. and I get my my husband to join me in in, you know, looking after these single moms or hosting some sort of event yeah. for single moms or then now he can see the passion on why. And, and through that, he will throw out ideas at me. Maybe you should enhance in certain ways. Mm-hmm. You know, expand that. And you feel more connected. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. So those are some ways to reinvent. Mm-hmm. Okay?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, what happens, what should you anticipate after you do reinvent your marriage? The first thing is that you're going to change your conversation and your way of thinking. Uh, I was reading an article and uh, by Steve Chandler. Mm-hmm. Was it an article? I don't know if it was an article or a book. But he was talking. He's a motivational speaker, and he was talking about reinventing yourself. And he says, when you reinvent yourself, you consider two things. Actually, no, you don't consider two things. You consider what will be mm-hmm. over what could have been. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're not standing in a moment of regret. You're more standing in a, in a, in a, in a, in a space of anticipation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What will mm-hmm. be, mm-hmm. not what could have been. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, mm-hmm. of course, whenever you're standing on the brink of change, you will always bring a bit of fear, a bit of apprehension. Mm-hmm. You know, some past fears might crop up. Right. You know, some things from a relationship that you might have had. Some things from your own relationship that you might be concerned with. Like, is my spouse going to bail on me? When you reach a familiar circumstance, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay? But if you can, focus on where you're headed because you're at a point of reinvention. Mm -hmm. You're reinventing your marriage. Mm -hmm. So you can't really, the idea is to not focus too much on what was.
1: Yeah.
0: Think about what will be. When you're dating, you're thinking about what will be.
1: Yeah.
0: The next hug, the next kiss. Yes. Right? The next yes. date. Yes. The next Valentine's Day thing. Yep. That's what you think about when you're when you're dating. Right. The next time we're gonna see each other.
1: Yep. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The next one is you are able to at least temporarily look beyond past failures, okay? Your spouse might be used to doing certain things that you didn't like, but now you are giving them a chance to grow beyond those failures, okay? Kind of like when you break up with a boyfriend and you start back dating again. You're not expecting the same types of behaviors. True. Unless they are blatantly red flags when you might be a little more forgiving. Okay. Okay. Also, you learn from the past relationships, which leads us to the next point.
0: Yeah, so you can use the past relationship experience to navigate your new relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, if you kind of think of dating as you know your carefree years, you kind of bounce from relationship to relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but except you're doing that inside your marriage, mm-hmm. and that's yeah, and that's what we're trying to convey. Mm -hmm. You know, so much happens in a relationship that you're always going to learn something, whether good or bad. And you could use those experiences to navigate your new relationship. So you try and you use the bad, bad experiences as flags Mm -hmm. and you kind of use them to hold each other accountable to each other.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So you use them as reminders rather than put downs.
1: Right.
0: You you know, you're going to tell the whole story. You're going to say, when you do this. It makes me do this mm-hmm. or it could lead to this mm-hmm. as opposed to, man, I hate when you do that. You're so annoying because now you're going back into the past. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You, you need to learn from the past. Right. But not bring the past with you. Yes. Right? Yes. And that's how it works as you uh, reinvent yes. your marriages.
1: You set new standards for your marriage. Sometimes we adjust to the level of our marriage, but relationships never stay constant. So, once you settle at a particular level, you're essentially degenerating.
0: Yeah, because if you haven't spoken to a friend, say, 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. and you speak to them eventually, Mm -hmm. the memories you have are 10 years old.
1: Absolutely.
0: So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Now, at the beginning of the relationship, you set high standards. Everything is exciting, Mm -hmm. blissful, and possible. Then, things become normalized. And then monotony and routine sets in. Because you are starting over with your spouse, you can set new and more realistic standards. Right. You can slow down yeah. if you need to slow down. You can pick up if you need to pick up.
0: I agree. You know, the good thing about reinventing your marriage is that it keeps things fresh. and keeps you learning. Yeah. And it keeps your marriage growing. Right. So ideally, you should be going through two to five different relationships
1: mm.
0: in your marriage. And as we said, you could kind of anticipate the different stages of life. So when you have a child, start a new relationship.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When you are in the space of you want to be entrepreneurs, start a new relationship.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're in survival mode. You know, maybe you might have dealt with your kids move out of the house. Start a new relationship.
1: There you go. Always
0: look for new moments to start new relationships with your spouse. Right. That's how you keep a nonstop marriage going.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. So, hey, can you believe that? Yeah. Six episodes. Right. On the series of nonstop marriages. So, there you have it, folks. Six ways to transform your relationship into a nonstop marriage. First... The practical things. Yes. Second, communicate early and often. Mm-hmm. Third, set responsibilities and roles and then support each other. Mm-hmm. Fourth, learn to ask for what you want and what you need. Fifth, understand entitlement and change some of those entitlement perspectives to privilege. Yes. And then finally, reinvent your marriage as often as, as possible. possible.
1: That's right. Yeah. All right, everybody. That is and your marriage marriage and family family can be
0: successful too.